All right, let's talk about the Fremantle Dockers this week. They're up against the GWS Giants at this time every week. We get to have a chat to Griffin Logue. Griffin, a very good morning to you. Morning, fellas. How you going? We're okay, Griffin. Great to have a chat to you on this Wednesday. First things first, um, you did not make the cut there last week. How disappointing was that? Yeah, no, I did make the cut. Um, yeah, no, I was pretty flat, um, obviously, but as uh, as any kind of competitor would be. But, um, oh, geez, still pretty happy we, we got the win and got the job done, so... Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm just bad, a bad luck charm, mate. Anyway, but if it, if it means we can keep getting wins, and who cares? What was the feedback? Um, oh, I just got just got a few things I just need to work on, and a bit of the team balance. So um, yeah, for me, just gotta just keep improving, keep getting better. Can we see you back as soon as this week, or is it going to be reliant on other players, i.e., teammates, personnel injuries? Um, oh, dude, you'll have to ask the big cocker, mate, but. Hopefully, I can I can uh, work my way back in as soon as possible. And is that a sign as well of the depth that you have got back there, knowing that Alex Pierce, Brennan Cox, Luke Ryan, uh, we know that Joel Hamling was dropped as well from the side on the weekend. Is it, is it just a sign of the depth that you've got in that back half? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, right now, I mean, um, we clearly do have a, have a great kind of um, show of depth, and, and it's something that we haven't really had the luxury of in the last couple of years, and. Unfortunately, there's going to be um, blokes on the losing end of that. But as a team, we're still kind of it's, it's so positive to look at, and um, oh, we all understand it's, it's a long season, and you know it's only round three, so anything could happen through the season. But right now, we're um, yeah, we're healthy and, and, and going well. So you had a hit out on the weekend though on Saturday afternoon. How did you feel you came through it? Um, I only played a half because I was kind of going to be. A, um, Held over emergency, so um, I pulled up, pulled up magic anyway. So good result, got through unscathed, and um, yeah, it was good fun. What did you make of the performance of the boys there on the weekend against West Coast? It seemed pretty evident from early on that the mindset, their willingness to take the game on, was completely different. You know, poles yeah, apart. I, yeah, I think one thing watching once. Um, the mindset definitely did look a lot different in terms of kind of, um, you know, going out there and playing our way from the start. Um, and it's a stark difference to when we're kind of on the back foot and, and not playing the best. So, um, now the boys really went out and just, just attacked it and um, in, a, in a nice balanced way as well, still still defended really well and, um, yeah, put on, a, put on a good performance. But keeping in mind... Um, yeah, it's not the not the strongest kind of West Coast side that we faced in the in the last few years. So, um, yeah, we'll stay grounded and, and look to build into a real up and coming kind of firing um, GWS side this Saturday. No, I know you say it's not the strongest West Coast side, but it wasn't the strongest Fremantle side either. When you consider the big fella in the middle, Darcy being out, Sarong out, Mundy Fife, so you could argue at various stages throughout the year that could be your starting centre square lineup. So, to be able to do it without those players there was is, does that give you a little shot in the arm so to speak as well Griffin yeah definitely um, yeah when you, when you mention the names of you know the likes of Fife Darcy Sarong Mundy they're pretty pretty big names they're probably our um, you know they're always finishing the top five in our in our BNS if they're if they're healthy every year so yeah it's um, funny hearing those names just how kind of how talented and skillful they are and how much of an asset they are to the team so yeah, we can't wait to, to get them back. But, um, yeah, as, as you said, it was a, a bit of a younger side. And, um, yeah, they certainly held their own. I mean, you, you can say you can say they're young, but, I mean, Andy Brayshaw, 
is just one of the all-time kind of players and leaders just to, to get behind and um, yeah, not only a great player but but a great seller as well. So he's leading from the front in in the middle and um, yeah, down back. You know, Alex Pierce is is obviously leading really well and um, yeah, we can't wait to get our kind of older older boys back and um, can't wait to see Fifey back in action. Obviously, Barra's out of uh, quarantine and. Um, yeah, no, it's exciting. Sean, Sean and Caleb will, will be massive as well once they come back. Griff, Neil Erasmus just looks a real competitor and clearly speaking to a few people down at the club, he's done everything throughout the summer and he's been quite willing to embrace the, the physical nature of training and the like. He, you look like you found one as a football club there. Yeah, he's just a tough up, mate. Um, and you mentioned competitor. He was the, he was the first one to kind of start spraying... Um, all umpires and coaches kind of even in some little small fighter games just when he first started coming to the club and um, yeah he just loves loves winning or hates losing I don't, I don't know what he likes more so um, which is a really good really good problem to have when you're you know just, just coming in start he's only 18 it's um, funny how quick it moves I, mean, I remember being 18 coming in the club but um, yeah mate he just he just competes all day runs, runs hard all day and, and absolutely hates losing so he's going to He's going to be great for us. Very much so. Now, it's a big win. Anytime you beat West Coast, it's a big win as a, cl- as a club. You're clearly a young group. Is there any danger of a letdown, or do you think you're past that point now? Sorry, what was that, mate? I missed that one. No, no, I was just asking you. You've beaten West Coast, and anytime you beat West Coast, it's, it's a big result for the football club. It's such a young group. Is there any danger of a letdown, or do you think you're professional enough to go there on the weekend and get the job done against GWS? Yeah, obviously that's one of the... Um the toughest kind of battles of of a young side and kind of staying grounded in between wins and losses. And um, if we can keep kind of treating them the same and and acting the same throughout the week, then that's going to hold us in good stead. So we, we I think the whole time we do understand that um, even though we were a little bit undermanned, so, so were the Eagles. And um, yeah, we we won't be taking anyone lightly. Not that we not, not that you ever can in this game, but certainly not a, an up and firing kind of GWS side. So. We'll be looking to defend the home, home turf for the, uh, especially a game kind of close to us, which is the Starlight um, Purple Haze game. So, um, yeah, we're not going to certainly not going to take it lightly, and and uh, that's that is one of the traps sometimes after a loss, you know, kind of coming in and, and uh, not getting on the front foot, but. No, I think we're, we're all excited for the challenge. And Griffin, just before we do talk a little bit more about GWS, you mentioned there uh, the Starlight Foundation Purple Haze game. This is alongside the Len Hall match, alongside your home derby. It's one of your landmark occasions each and every year. Uh, we've seen some wonderful, wonderful stories throughout the year, throughout the years of what the Fremantle Dockers have done. Uh, how special is this to be a part of as a footy club? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, more so um, for myself as well. It's something I really kind of am proud to kind of to be a part of. I jumped on board when I first got to the club as one of the um, the ambassadors for it and um, for Starlight itself. And uh, looking back at the history, kind of of the game, I mean, it's been in our club for for twenty odd years now that we've kind of put our support fully behind Starlight. And um, I think I think as a club, we've. Oh, we've raised for Starlight and throughout all the fundraising, something along the lines of nearly two million bucks. So everyone plays a big role in that. Um, but it is special to us and something that we like to do um, and, and really make the jumper proud. So it's, it's always in the back of your mind when, when you're playing games like that. So um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll be looking to put our best foot forward. Does that, when you see the kids, and clearly no one likes to see kids who aren't at the, the top of their, their game and indeed in full health, does it provide a, a great deal of perspective, Griff? 100%, mate, yeah. When, um, yeah, you, you can't even kind of make up stories or can't even um, put yourself in the shoes of yeah. um, what some people have gone through, um, and you never will be able to because it's, perspective that you're not going to be able to experience fully until you've actually walked walked in the shoes so um i've always yeah i've always had a great deal of gratitude throughout throughout my life and been really happy with with everything that's that's going on and uh, when when you see people um not so fortunate or kind of especially at a young age it's uh it's it's tough to see but if we can do anything as as little as kind of uh, small as putting a smile on their face. Yeah. I mean, as cliche as that sounds, it's, yeah. it goes such a far way. There's been some wonderful stories over the years, and it's a terrific occasion each and every year, the Starlight Purple Haze game. Now, so GWS, if we can ask you a little bit about them, have you managed to see a little bit of what they've done this year, obviously getting their first win on the weekend? Yeah. Um, they're, they're a team I kind of watch closely. I think they're kind of exciting. If, if they're on TV, then I'll definitely be watching them. Um, they're just a kind of exciting team to watch through the, through the midfield. And, um, yeah, yeah, they've got some kind of exci- exciting players that um, get a lot of the, get a lot of the pill. So it's good to always good to watch, but hard to play against. Are they a hard side to plan for, Griffin? Because they're best, as you said, it's elite. We know what they can do. When they're all dialed in, they play at a level which few sides can operate at, yet they can also have patches within games where they're really, really poor. Yeah, I guess it's never understated the kind of depth of talent that they have throughout, specifically the midfield. I mean, when you've got someone like Lockie Whitfield, Playing off the half back, and so your midfielders are your, your Kelly Green, Caniglio, Torano, uh, Ward. You know they're kind of blokes that, if if they need to, they, they're going to give you thirty touches and a couple of goals. So, um, yeah, they're obviously really an exciting team, and um, we'll be we'll be looking forward to matching them kind of in the in the middle and yeah. and beating them around the ground. But um, yeah, it's a great deal. Of, they are hard to. to You'd imagine. I mean, I, I don't have much to do with it as, as a Dow defender, kind of um, planning for a team as a, as a head coach would, but I reckon they'd be a nightmare to kind of plan for, for sure. Exactly. Now, does Alex Pierce get up? Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's, uh, yeah, I reckon he should be, he should be sweet. He's a, he's a tough bastard, so should be sweet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, there were a lot of people with their hearts in their mouths on Sunday afternoon when he did go down. And, and just a quick one, if we can, we didn't touch on it from the weekend, but Lockie Schultz, a Glenn Denning Allen medalist, how how good is that for a player like him who has really cemented himself as one of Fremantle's most important players each and every week? Yeah, mate. Shooter's, Shooter's one of the best blokes I've ever played with. Um Real, real close mate of mine as well. So to see that, see him get reward for the effort that he's put in over the years and um, what he's what he's come through. You know, obviously getting drafted when he's 20, 22, 23 or yeah. twenty two, missing a few drafts, and um, I can't imagine there's too many small forwards that that have received that medal. Um, yeah, he just he deserves everything, mate. And uh, I can't wait to see what else he can produce this year. And um, the boys are definitely right behind him. He's, he's one of those guys that you just yeah, you love seeing go well, love seeing kick goals, and he, uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve. So what you see is, is what you get with with shooter, and um, he's, he's a good man. And yeah, I was I was just so chuffed for him getting that. It was it was great to watch. 
Fantastic. Well, Griffin, we've got our fingers crossed that we can see you back out there as soon as this weekend against GWS. All the very best to you and the side this week. Hopefully you can bring home another four points, get to three and one and really set your season up. Yeah, cheers, fellas. Sounds like a plan.